Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. I'm your host, Jill Jardine, Masters in Counseling Psychology, longtime astrologer, psychic healer, and yogi. On today's episode, my guest is Chef Sylvia Bianco. Sylvia is an award-winning chef, writer, and former restaurateur. In today's episode, we're going to discuss gratitude and manifestation practices, how to implement, incorporate, and make them your reality. Welcome to the episode of Cosmic Scene with my guest, Chef Sylvia Bianco. Sylvia Bianco is an award-winning chef, writer, and former restaurateur. She was the co-owner of Biscotti, a much-loved Italian restaurant in Ridgefield, Connecticut, and winner of Zagat's Award of Distinction for multiple years. At Biscotti, Sylvia wowed her customers with original sautéed Italian dishes, which exemplified the simplicity of her native cuisine in her own distinct contemporary style. She quickly became known simply as Chef Sylvia. Chef Sylvia began offering cooking classes to her restaurant patrons in 1995, catering to a wide variety of culinary tastes from American to European and continental fare. Today, she gives cooking classes to private groups and corporate groups, the latter as team-building events for some of America's top companies, including GE, Unilever, Donnan, Barnes & Noble, Procter & Gamble, and many others. Up until the pandemic... She served as the resident chef at Williams-Sonoma, one of the world's leading specialty cookware and home furnishing retailers in Danbury, Connecticut. Chef Sylvia has cooked on stage at the highly acclaimed Ridgefield Playhouse and the James Beard House and on numerous national TV shows, including the Today Show on NBC. Author of Simply Sauté, the first in-depth book on saute in the United States, Sylvie is a contributing reporter on many live platforms. She's working on her next book, Food Doesn't Make You Fat, which is about overcoming our conditioning and misperceptions specifically around food. Chef Sylvia considers herself a holistic chef and spiritual teacher, writing from her years of spiritual study and practice as a longtime student of A Course in Miracles. Chef Sylvia has an MBA in marketing from Pace University in Manhattan and a BA in speech and theater from SUNY, the State University of New York. It is my pleasure and honor to welcome my guest and my friend, Chef Sylvia Bianco. Welcome, Sylvia. Thank you, Jill. I'm glad to be here. So we're so excited to have you on Cosmic Scene, and we are going to be talking something a little bit different than cooking. We're going to discuss gratitude today and manifestation and the real ins and outs of how to connect with this energetic. So what do you have to say about that for our listeners? A lot. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's why we're all here, listening, ears wide open. Well, one of the things I have realized after studying this for many, many years is our misconceptions or our misuse of manifestation and our misunderstanding of what it means to to know that we are a human being having a spiritual experience. Now, that's become a cliche, right? right? Yeah. But what does that really mean? It really means that how do we adapt how do we live as a divine being in our human experience? Yes, that is the question of 
understanding life, basically. If you can crack that nut, then you're closer to moksha or liberation. Right. There are some spiritual practices that ask you to shun the body, yes. that the body is not holy, right. that it's not a temple. But when you think about it, what is the vo- body? It's a vehicle that allows you to express your own divinity. And and that too is, is, is misunderstood. Because again, what does it mean to express your own divinity? All it really means is knowing who you really are. Right. No dogma no dogmatic approach. And really it is this idea of the body as temple, but again, without like, oh, you have to be austere and do all these practices and you're not pure enough and you have to continue to purify. I mean, that's kind of a yogic approach to it, Mm -hmm. or even any kind of dogmatic spiritual approach is that asceticism. And you have to not integrate the body in a probably what we would consider a more healthy way, but shun it, as you said. Exactly. And when the truth is, you don't have to do a thing. You already are. You are a divine being. That's a given. And I don't care who you are or how misguided you are or how you're not living it. To the extent that we are not living our truth is to the extent that we are unhealthy or a criminal or a person that hurts other people. That doesn't mean we're less divine. It just means that we have forgotten that. Okay, so it sounds like it's the essence of simplicity. Just remember you're a divine being. But there are certain approaches to doing that. And I would say the first thing is accept, accept self-acceptance and accept that you are not your body only, that you are a divine spark and let that circulate and grow within you. And what what do you suggest on like, it's so here's the premise, you are a divine being. Now, how does one actualize that? Well, first of all, you have to find a way to actually know that you are. I mean, it's one thing to say, okay, I'm a divine being. What is that? That means nothing. You have to really know it. And when you really, really know it, you have to experience it. Because spirit is not going to ask us to believe something without giving us the demonstration of it. Right. So my next questions would be, how do you know it? And how do you experience being a divine being? Well, I think a lot of it is is study. You have to, you know, uh, really understand the truth of of the fact that you are a divine being because we don't we don't want to accept that. We think it's complicated. We think we're not worthy of it because here we are, these flawed human beings that are capable of, capable of all kinds of atrocities. Right. And then we go back to dogma. You have to get rid of if you were indoctrinated in a paradigm religiously of original sin or that you're sinful. So right away. Exactly. And then any kind of family programs that you're not deserving or you're not worthy and you have to earn everything and that, you know, you don't deserve to just be or receive. Right. So there's a lot of programming people have to go up against. Exactly. So it's a process of undoing more than anything else. And as you undo the layers of your conditioning, and that really comes from something very, very simple. It comes from questioning everything you've ever been told. Seriously. That's great. Because when you question it, you're saying, is this true? Is it true? Well, it's really important right now, too, just looking at the mainstream media and things like that. But, But again, you have to kind of go through that practice of your whole life. Is this real? Is this true for me? Correct. Mm-hmm. And 
And for everyone, it's different. For some, it takes years of study. For others, like Eckhart Tolle, they had an immediate transformative experience that changed their whole life. Or Byron Katie had the same experience. For most of us, regular human beings, we go through years and years of study and undoing. But eventually, you come to a point in which you realize that it really is true to, to who you are. And that usually happens after a process of suffering. You know, as human beings, we really have to get end up on our knees before we're able to get up and realize the truth of who we are. And then when we truly, truly know that, then it, for me, at least, the practice becomes a, a sense of separation in that, let me explain what I mean by that. If you're going about your daily life doing something like, for, for instance, I swim, right? right, And I have a practice of, of swimming four sure. or five times a week. And while I'm swimming, it's easier to be present in that I'm concentrating on my strokes right. and my breathing, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And that will bring me to a point of knowing, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a divine being, okay? I, I'll say I'm a divine being, but then what that causes me to feel is that what does that mean as a divine being? And I get this sense of gratitude because you get to a point where you realize, oh my goodness, I get to live as a divine being knowing I'm human, which means I can really take pleasure in my five senses. So as I'm swimming through the water, I'm feeling the water against my skin. Yes, I'm feeling what it feels like to, to, to smell even the chlorine. So all senses become alive within that, that being, within right. that body. But that body is the vessel that's swimming through the water. Exactly. And we can't feel or appreciate the five senses without a physical experience. Therefore, to bring it back home, that physical experience is a holy instant. It is an appreciation for the fact of everything physical. Yes, that we are blessed with this incarnation as spirit and matter. Right, soul-infused consciousness. Exactly, the ability to touch, to smell, to feel, to hear, to see. I mean, what a gift. Right, and I mean, you must really, this comes into play with you as a chef, an award-winning chef, and you're cooking these delicious meals and dishes for people, and you really are part of that process of Mm -hmm. smelling it and savoring it. And if everybody could eat their food and prepare it like that, it would be a very big gratitude process itself when it does come time to finally eat it, correct? Right. It's a sensuous experience. Yes. Very much so. And so when we're really in appreciation for all of these things physical, guess what happens? What? We have more things to be appreciative of. And more things to be thankful for and, and more things to please us. Beautiful. So now we're talking about the gratitude practice. Exactly. We'll take a break, come back, and we're going to dive into that. My guest today is Chef Sylvia Bianco. Stay tuned. 
Welcome back. My guest is Chef Sylvia Bianco, and we're going to be discussing gratitude and how that looks like and how to implement that as a practice every, okay. every day, spiritually. Exactly. Even for the things we don't like. Okay. Because when you think about, you know, pain, right? what is pain? It allows you to feel, ouch, I don't want to put my hand on that hot stove or I pricked my finger. I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to pick up a rose like that. Right. So it's, it, it all benefits us and it's all perfectly orchestrated to right. do that. Right. Well, let's get into the juiciness of the gratitude though and how to keep perpetuating more of the same by noticing and saying thank you or whatever the practice is. Yeah. I think one of the things that's really helpful is that when you start the day is ask, ask, let me be aware of all the things that bring me back into the knowing and the experiencing of my divinity. Cause we forget, right. You know, we have as divine beings have created as a collective have created the earth plane. Right. And it's, we've, we've done such a great job that it's so compelling that it sucks us in. Yes, that's right. right. Maya, the, yeah, the Maya of the uh, material plane. Exactly. Yes. And that's okay. As long as we periodically remember, oh, I forgot. I forgot who I really am. And that especially comes across when you're in a state of fear yes. and you can't remember. And then when you've asked for help you know, beforehand, you've kind of set yourself up, please help me remember. Yes. And then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, you remember, oh, I forgot who I am. And that immediately takes you out of fear. Because then you have, we have the, 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 the power that creates universes running through us. That's what we're capable of. Right. And then when, so when we are grad, we have gratitude for simple things like, oh, that was a delicious cup of coffee. Oh my gosh, those roses outside smell so good. Thank you. Like, so tell me about how that perpetuates more, more things to be grateful for basically. And we're not doing it for that. It's just a, it's just a side effect of what happens when you start acknowledging the, the goodness right, of, of life. Right. Well, because another spiritual truth is whatever you focus on expands and you get more of that. And we all know the opposite of that. Somebody who always complains about their health and the deterioration of their health just ends up deteriorating their health even more. Debbie Downer. Right, exactly. So the just the, the practice of just simple things because, I mean, we all have simple things right. that we can be grateful for. You know, uh, a hood on our head when it's raining. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. A warm blanket when we're chilly. An arm around our shoulders when we're hurting. Yes. Everyone has that, regardless of how rich or poor they are. Right. There are so many ways and so many little gestures and simple things that if you acknowledge them when they're happening, it will keep you feeling fulfilled by these these simple aspects of life but they make our life more comfortable and better exactly so when we are start from something so foundational that we appreciate the mere fact that we can be physical while knowing we're divine yes that allows us to live life on this incredibly 
high plane that just wants to give us more and more. And, and one of the things that I think about when I really want to get clear about that, do you remember those old shows on TV about angels coming down to earth? Yeah, like touched by an angel. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And it's always about these divine beings having a body and they're always so appreciative. Oh my God, I never knew coffee could taste this good. Right. And ice cream? As, yes, because human, they've taken their <laughs> right. divine beings who have taken a human form, so they get to experience all the right. bells and whistles of that manifestation. Right, so. and that's who we are. It's just that we've forgotten we're divine, and so we take all these things for granted. Whereas, and we realize that all of these things are are reasons to be grateful. All of a sudden, our life expands. Yes, that's so. Basically, in a nutshell, it's appreciating physicality as an expression of the divine. Yes. And then you start experiencing this expansion, such as, give give my listeners an example of how an expansion might ex- might occur after. Well, okay, because we it, it, that's part of the deprogramming. We all, as human beings, think we're unworthy of yes. so many things. But when we begin to appreciate those simple things, which we all have in our lives, regardless of where we are in life, then we can begin to um, understand that we can create anything. So, for instance, if we want a beautiful house on the ocean, right? Which a lot of us aspire to. How do we get that beautiful house on the ocean? First of all, we can't be attached to the fact that we're going to get it or not. Second of all, what are our, our intentions for this house on the ocean? If we want to have this house on the ocean so we can show our neighbors that we're better than them, forget it. Right. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. That's all ego. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But if we want a house on the ocean because we love the sound of the waves, we love to look out our window and, and our heart expands because we are looking into the, such beauty. Like I felt that when I was looking, overlooking, I didn't have my house in the ocean, but I had a house on the lake. Yes. And I would overlook the water. And every time I did so, my ha- my heart would expand. Yes. And then, and let's say we want a big house because we have lots of uh, children and grandchildren and friends, and we want to invite them all to experience what we're experiencing, the beauty and the the peacefulness from living on the ocean. Now, that would be a great reason for spirit to give us that house on the ocean, don't you think? Yeah. So what I'm hearing, too, as, as basically some of the practices in order to really align with the divine blessings on the physical plane are non-attachment to outcome, as you said, Get rid of the ego, which is also a form of attachment. Ego of, of like, ah, oh, this will make me feel better. It's going to show everybody that I have this beautiful house and I can afford it. Get rid of any egoic connection to the mm-hmm. manifestation. And then the feeling tone that it will bring you. Focus on that. In this case, upliftment, expansion, freedom, love, happiness. Focus on the the emotional set point or the emotional tone that it's going to give you and act as if it's already there. And then the fourth piece I hear is share the experience. Think about how you're going to share it with those loved ones, which is really perpetuating more love and happiness for others. Right. And the other thing is forgiveness. Forgiveness of yourself. Like every time we go, of course, which is going to happen a hundred times a day. (laughs) 
you know, and that's part of being human. And it's just as simple as saying, oops, I forgot who I am. Right. Remember that. Oops, I forgot who I am. And then in the remembering, you're back on course. It's instant. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. practice. And forgiveness of others to realize, okay, they're only human too. And they forgot in that moment. And the and, and if you can look at even your dearest enemy and and knowing he or she too is a divine being doesn't mean that you condone their bad behavior or whatever it may be, but it's knowing that that is the truth of them, even if they don't know it. Right. And this whole idea of forgiveness, which has really gotten a lot of traction lately in the, you know, mainstream spiritual movements, mm -hmm. new age, self-help, self-realization movements, is really becoming realized that it is a huge piece of of healing. And thus that Hoa Open Noah Open Noah Hawaiian forgiveness mm -hmm. prayer mm -hmm. is so popular now. I give it to a lot of my clients. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Ho'oponoa, Opanoa. It's a prayer of forgiveness. Very simple. Really, you're doing it for yourself when mm -hmm. it comes down mm -hmm. to it. But mm -hmm. you find somebody in your life that you feel um, needs your forgiveness or they should forgive you. It doesn't matter. You don't do it to them, but you do it as a spiritual treatment, sort of as a prayer silently to yourself. And it frees up all that energy. Right, right. So that's a, a forgiveness is so key that I, I think that we'll see more and more and more studies on this or more and more teachings on how it frees up your spiritual self. It frees up your energy on some emotional energy, physical energy. So my guest is Chef Sylvia Bianco. When we come back, we'll talk about manifestation more and so much more. So now Chef Sylvia is going to share her recipe for manifestation. And this has actually evolved over many, many years. And it comes from certain truths that if I'm creating from a place of fear, yeah. right? How could I possibly create something beautiful in light? You can't. You can't create from a place of fear you're going to get more fear, right? Lower, or darkness, low, lower vibratory set point, fear, dismay, despair. You can't really bring anything of a higher vibration, and you have to get yourself emotionally to that higher place. Exactly. So, how do you get yourself to that higher place? And that comes from, for me, and I think for a lot of people, it comes through meditation, right. and then doing whatever practice you use to raise your vibration. And then you get to a place, and this is a place of, of truth, and, and it's where really science meets spirituality. And teachers like Greg Braden and Dr. Joe Dispenza, they all teach this. Yes. You, you get to a place, and, and Abraham does the same thing, Abraham Hicks. A yeah, Abraham teachings. Yeah. And like we, we shared the ways that you do that. You do that through forgiveness, and you do it through gratitude of what you already start where you are, as Pema Chodron would say, have gratitude for what it is in your life now, and that will build on it. And then eventually, you will be in this place of perpetual gratitude and appreciation and then you build on that right. and what and, do you do next and, but wait what does it look like this place this place when you really hone in on what it looks like you get to a unified field of consciousness 
Bingo. Right? Yes. Or you can call it the vortex. You can call it by so many different names. Right. But in this place, I'm not Chef Sylvia. You're not Jill. Right. We're not anyone. We are just pure consciousness. And there's no separation from us and what we what we are wanting to be. Right. Which helps us in the forgiveness because even your 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 worst enemy is in that place as well. You can't have a hole and leave somebody out. Right. There's no polarities there in the, right. in the unified field, in the vortex. It's all one. It's oneness. It's oneness. It's consciousness. It's interconnectedness with with everything, including the divine, the galaxy, what, whatever else. Every, yeah, there is, in this place, there really is no physical universe. But what does the pure consciousness want to do? It wants to do nothing more but expand itself and create. Beautiful. So what does it create? It created this compelling universe. Do you think for a second it can't create a beach house? <laughs> I mean, it's silly when you think about it, right? right? Right, And so when you get to this place and you're really immersed in the, in that you are no one, nowhere, n- nobody, right? You can create anything. Right. And there's no attachment in that place and there's no ego. Exactly, because in this place, I am looking at the expression of, I am expressing myself in the role of Sylvia. Yes. And so when I remind myself, I'm not Sylvia, I'm the role of Sylvia, it not only does it keep me humble. Yes. It also allows me to know that immediately brings me back to the consciousness that creates. And then I can remember, oh, I can create whatever. And, you know, and it's really funny because I just moved into a new apartment, a loft apartment in Manchester, right? Yes. And if you go into this apartment, you'll see all of these things that in the last month I just found. I mean, I bought them, but in different places. And they came to me in, in such perfection that they fill this space. And not only did I get these beautiful objects, Yes. But I got them for a song, you know. Right. Very so you manifested money. them basically. Completely. To the point where I'll think of something, I'll go into a store, there it is. Yes. And that's how spirit shows me personally. I'm watching you. I'm listening to you. I got your back. I know what you want and need. Well, it's really also showing that you are in alignment with that unified field. You're like, oh, it would be nice if I had that nice blue vase like mm-hmm. this color teal blue but you know I'm not going to worry about it and then you walk into a store and there it is exactly and it's that specific right and it's to the point where it becomes so much fun and it's magical and that's a wonderful approach to whatever because getting that blue vase is no different than getting the beach house Right. Well, what about people? I know a lot of people all manifest. I have to manifest a million dollars. They're hung up on like a dollar amount of what they need. And what we've always said in the kind of, you know, this work is like, don't focus on the money amount. Focus on why do you want that million dollars? Oh, yeah. You want to get a house? But what do you have to say about people like that who are focused on, let's say, a money amount? I, I yeah. think that deters the process Absolutely. a little bit. And I'm glad you brought it up because for years I was... Um, kind of turned off by manifestation. Yeah. Remember, we were all doing the vision boards and things right. like that. 
And what that really shows when we're concentrating on this, these things that we want, Yes, you know, in a sense, it's telling us, I want that, but I don't have it. Yeah, exactly. It's the opposite. You know, you're, yes. you're it's kind of amplifying the lack of it. Exactly. Exactly. And that the disconnect, you're so disconnected from it and it's this yearning and wanting and we're getting all this emotional energy into it. And then you're trying to conjure it up with your third eye, wrong use of third eye, by the way, everybody. Right, right. And it's just so much efforting. And I used to tell people that, I mean, I always was like, yeah, I'm not into vision boards because I tend to kind of outgrow them. Like the minute after I make them, you know, I, um, what I want is so in motion all the time that I can't, you know, yes, it helps some people and they do really good at manifesting. But for me, it's like, I think that we have to be open to see as we evolve. Well, I've outgrown that desire to go and go on a vacation to Hawaii because I've done that and I want to try somewhere else. So that's the other thing that we're constantly in process. So we're going to be growing out of what quote the desire is, but we're never growing out of our connection to soul and source. Exactly. And we can't manifest from a position of lack. Exactly. So, which is why gratitude is so important because if I'm grateful for this, you know, sweet peach that I'm biting into at the height of its ripeness in summer. Yes. I'm going to be getting a lot other things that give me pleasure to be grateful for. So it's a very humble and powerful way to manifest rather than saying, okay, I'm going to sit and meditate on this beach house because I really want it and I don't have it. Or I'm going to sit and meditate on my new partner that I want to draw into my life because I don't have one. That sounds like a, a good topic for Carrie Bratt's Shot at Love dating <laughs> exactly. podcast. How to manifest your mate without conjuring them up and performing black magic spells to bring them in. And how simple it really is when you align with all that is and the divine force. And what would be a compliment, your divine compliment or your divine partner or your human partner in a divine form, right? Exactly, exactly. And and just by the process of gratitude, it leaves you so happy. Yes, yeah. So as we wrap up the episode here, what are some give some more uplifting, inspiring information on that on that note, Chef Sylvia, to our listeners about how it makes you feel, and again, the juiciness of it. Literally, like what you were talking about with the peach, but <laughs> the juiciness of being in that alignment and in that gratitude space, and basically in that higher vibratory place. And it really comes back to the fact that we make it a lot more complicated than we think it is. It's really as simple as truly knowing, knowing at at a cellular level that we are a divine being in a human form. And when you live your daily, very physical human life knowing that, oh my God, then there's nothing that you can't do. There is joy even in tragedy. Right. So it sounds like fostering that awareness. Exactly. That's That's the practice is being aware. Am I in gratitude or am I somewhere else? And let it come naturally. And like you said, simplicity is key. You're going to go off. You're going to... And and you're going to forget, and you're going to forget, and you're going to forget. And it's just a moment to bring you back. Ah, I remembered. Beautiful. My guest today has been Chef Sylvia Bianco. And go on her website, chefsylvia.com. 
Sylvia with an I. Yes, that's so S I L V I A B I A N C O is your full name. But what is your website? ChefSylvia.com. Okay. And check out her books, which you said are out of print, but still they can get them somewhere, like Simply yeah. Saute. And check out her new book when it's released. Food doesn't make you fat. That's all- the working title. But the I'll work- be sure to come on and talk to you and about it's it. It's all about overcoming our conditioning and misperceptions, sort of what we talked about today. Mm -hmm. Thank you for coming on the show, Chef Sylvia. Oh, it was my pleasure, and I can't wait to come back. Hope you enjoyed this episode with my guest, Chef Sylvia Bianco, talking about gratitude and manifestation. Make sure you download, share, Subscribe and give us a five-star review. This is Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine signing out, sending healing, gratitude, and manifestation vibrations through the quantum field. Duh.